Hello, the internet, and welcome to this episode of What a Time to Be a Zite. Being yours, I forget that album totally. I'm Jack O'Brien. That is super producer Anna Hosnier. It is 9 1. Never, Never forget. forget. <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. Uh, that is crazy. Of the hilarious DJ producer extraordinary zach yeah um, exacta mundo shout out came with that joke exacta mundo <laughs> nine one never forget <laughs> uh we are at that point where uh we're just laughing at the silliest shit aren't we um <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right <laughs> all right sis yeah totally. uh, all right let's tell the people what's trending all right. uh chris paul is trending uh, because he went off uh, on the OKC uh, Houston Rockets game six last night. Um, Russell Westbrook did the opposite of go off. He went on. Uh, he he just kept like doing dumb shit. Uh, but Chris Paul was like hitting threes. I guess he's uh, added that part of his game a little bit. And mm. the Rockets are playing... Very disappointing basketball at the moment. Uh, James Harden, I like. I always root for the like guys who are the best at basketball in the league, just because I want to see them like push the boundaries of the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and James Harden, so I like want to see James Harden do well, but um, and he's still playing well. But Russell Westbrook is just yeah. That's interesting. Rusty. I I always root for the best Instagram presence. So I was hoping I Russell Westbrook do. would be doing better. Um, not you know not pumped for James Harden and Chris Paul. Look, Chris Paul's doing well in both regards. <laughs> Is Chris Paul good on Instagram? Because he's I mean, look, so corny on a lot of other shit. Okay, okay. I like the I like the uh, leadership role he's taken with the NBA Players Association. Um, but he, yeah, I think it's just the State Farm ads, and I definitely shouldn't judge him based on the State Farm ads because he's just a bad actor. Like that's not sure. That's, there's nothing to be ashamed about and, of that. He's you know, famous for being a good basketball player. It's tough to go up against Oscar. You know, like that's that's a you know, it's like you're watch. You know, what am I? What what comparison? It's like uh, you're talking about uh, like a uh, a Robert De Niro versus. Uh, Jake, uh, I shouldn't say Jake Paul because that just seems like rude. But like you know, you're talking, you're talking about. It's like if you made Oscar play play with Chris Paul in the playoffs. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) He wouldn't be very. But you know, look personally, I think Chris Paul's Instagram presence. It's he's doing okay. Do I think he should have more family pics? Yes, you do. For the most part, I thought he was big on his twins, his twin boys. No, that's Russell Westbrook. Russell, Russell Westbrook has the cutest twins I have ever done seen. And they are now that is quality Instagramming. I thought Chris Paul had twins too. Well, he's not posting them, and that's a problem for me. Am I just personally. confusing it with the State Farm ad because he has a fake <laughs> twin brother in the State Farm ad? Am I that I, I dumb? Don't know. I don't oh know my what God. you're seeing. I am so stupid. Uh anyway, shout out to Chris Paul. Uh and actually, I just uh, I've been informed by our producer that uh, uh, Oscar can actually ball. Uh, oh, so I, I shouldn't have said that. Oscar would actually be a good addition to the Houston Rockets. Uh, 
No, I, I'm oh. making that up. And her producer oh. is on mic with okay me. i was like did i tell you that? <laughs> i was <laughs> no. like yeah totally, that'd be dude. amazing though if oscar was like, really i good. mean maybe he is uh benioff is trending because benioff and vice uh are being given a new beloved sci-fi trilogy i guess that's not what game of thrones was but it was a beloved uh series of novels and people are like now they're gonna fuck this up too what, um, what are the novels? Sorry, I'm not aware of any. It's the Three Body Problem. It's like a series of Chinese sci-fi books uh, mm-hmm. that my friend actually just recommended to me. Uh, oh. And I think I'm going to try to read them before the series starts uh, so that I don't have to watch the series. So that I have a reason to be like, Psh, I read the books. I don't want them to be ruined for me. Um, okay. What a way to like be like, I can't wait to be the most annoying guy in the yeah. room. I'm trying to uh, get somebody else to kill me. So Yeah, it's um, like you're prepping yeah. to come out of the pandemic only for everyone to wish that you would go back into your quarantine and <laughs> not hang yeah. out anymore. Well, yeah. To each their um, own. Yeah, I don't know. Like I do you feel like Game of Thrones was unforgivable? Like I didn't the, watch it. Okay. I well here's it, the thing. I am not personally a fan of sci-fi and fantasy because and it's not that I don't think it's well done cuz a lot of you know a lot of the, there's a lot of money behind a lot of these projects and I think they're very well done. But I am someone who can't get a like I can't get past myself like I I'm constantly pointing out the like in, like I'll always be like well that's not possible. Like I right. can't get out of my own way to enjoy those sorts of things like sci-fi and fantasy so I don't watch as much as the, of them because I'll be like well you know honestly like that's not really how it would happen and and, yeah. and so I'm just on I'm the person that should stay in quarantine because I, I i can't enjoy such things which is one of the reasons i honestly couldn't get into game of thrones because i remember in college when it first started and people would be watching it i would be like well i i don't get it and people would be like shh and then i'd be like okay well this is not fun for me <laughs> was not- the thing you didn't get that there were dragons you're like no yeah everything i would be like well Giant lizards what a- can't so fly. are they saying this and then i would get shushed and i was like okay if we can't I'm a I'm a discusser while watching, and so like if I can't do that, then I I can't really enjoy a a viewing, if you will. I fully appreciate the criticism of Benioff and Weiss that they were just like, yeah, it was wild. They just like gave us this show, and we didn't know what we were doing, and we kind of learned on the job. Um, I'm sorry because they like two white guys. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like, uh, oh yeah. <laughs> um, okay. But yeah, they they shot an entire pilot for game of thrones that cost 20 million dollars and hbo was like why don't you guys take another whack at this one <laughs> this sucks and so they got to rather than getting fired they for wasting 20 million dollars of hbo's money uh they got a second shot at it and oh well here's my take i think they did a fantastic job when there was a book that they were uh adapting I think they blew it when they were having to write a like part of the story that hadn't been written for them. And so assuming this trilogy is complete, I'm I don't hate it for the trilogy like it could end up being very good. So, uh not that worried. Uh and do not agree with the knee jerk take that this is the worst thing that's ever happened. Um What happened to their like Confederate series? show they were going to do? And <laughs> that that was rightly uh, just 
destroyed okay. by uh, social media. Cool. Yeah. Good to know. Um, Biden Harris Animal Crossing. They <laughs> debuted some signs in Animal Crossing. Uh, do you play Animal Crossing? Anna? I don't, but I would love to. But it was very hard to try and find a uh, Switch. Yeah, I know. Tell me about it. It's I've right got, up like, my three alley. Three or four of them. Oh, um, what? <laughs> you have all yeah. the Switches? Oh, yeah. I got I, a bunch. I love, like, kind of like, ver- like, that's my aesthetic. I love little cute characters. I love, like, walking around. I love, like, gardening. I love trying to, like, sell veggies. Like, that's my gaming vibe. And unfortunately, I haven't been able to get a Switch to get into Animal Crossing. And <laughs> I'm, like, so deeply fucked. I'd get more into <laughs> how groundbreaking this ad is uh, for Animal Crossing for the American political landscape. Uh, but what? since you don't play Animal Crossing, I guess I'll just wait until we have somebody on who does. I, I do um, think it's pretty cool in its own way of like them actually like being like, what are people doing right now? Like, let's actually tap in a little. I think this is going to push them over the edge. I think I mean, we... <laughs> Let's, yeah, I don't know. Let's continue to phone Count bank it. and talk to our family members. Swish. <laughs> Swish. Yeah. Game over. Okay. Trump. Well, let's not. Uh, defund NPR is trending. This is, so this actually, I'm, I want to bring this up because I have a question. Like, so NPR is not funded by like federal taxes. It's not. It's funded by competitive grants, which make up like 2% of its funding. And then it's mostly... I think advertisers and corporate benefactors and uh, that comes through in their reporting because they're very center and, um, you know, corporatocracy friendly. Uh, but so my question is the this take of defund NPR when I when I click on that trend on Twitter, it is mostly people being like, this is so dumb. I can't believe this is trending. Do I just get that trend because it because a lot of my followers are dunking on it or is this actually a popular like are there smart things that people on the right are saying that just aren't trending for me because uh Twitter knows that like none of my followers are talking about those smart things or well, is everything that the right says this dumb? Well, y- yes, that that's everything is that dumb, but like also I think it's because like a lot of people are also tweeting about it, just like discussing it and being like, look at what they're doing. Why is this a thing? Like, I got it too. Like, I, I would say our, our trends are probably very similar. I don't think it's, I, I, I don't know. I, I unfortunately yeah. don't have the evidence to support your theory at this point. Maybe if you came back in two to three weeks, I could build a case. Okay. And I don't mean like smart, like correct things that people are saying on the right because they are uh white supremacists but uh that they're like more convincing things i guess than these like transparently dumb uh takes like defund npr um finally niecy nash has been trending for the past couple days uh yes niecy nash of reno 911 reno Um, 911 getting on claws um boom uh, she was just in this movie that I saw on Netflix. I don't Niecy Nash. I love Niecy Nash. I think she's like probably one of the you know greater actresses, like especially television actresses of our generation. I I, I think she's so funny. Like 
her role in getting on like is probably one of my favorite roles like that she's ever done and yes you know she's hilarious in reno 911 i i believe she's in miss miss america she was in never have i ever that new mindy kaling show um is that oh, show good? and Where she's do you see in never have i ever ne- uh, netflix it was really good. I watched it, it all in one sitting. Yeah, okay. I loved it. I cried because I was like, wow, representation is like unbelievable. Like I couldn't handle. Wow, this like, kind of came and went. I didn't know. Are you this. serious? It's so good. It's the Mindy. I think it's probably one of Mindy Kaling's greatest shows. Like it's about like a Indian girl living in America, like with her immigrant parents. And it's so funny and so spot on. And there's so many things that happens in this show that I... I literally like was talking to Shireen, my co-host of Ethnically Ambiguous, and I'm like, God, this just reminds me of home. Like, it, it just reminds me of like buying everything at Costco, like all my clothes at Costco, because that's what my parents wanted me to do. And then <laughs> like immediately, like the mom in the show is like, where's that dress we got you at Costco? And I was like, thank you. Representation <laughs> matters. Like I started crying because I was like, I've never like seen a family that was so similar to mine in like a fun tv show that wasn't all about like the dark immigrant experience it's like no like it's real like we're just people we're regular but we just have like certain cultural differences but like we also laugh and have fun and like joke around and have like funny screwball moments it's it's so anyway sorry sorry to get so emotional but i love i love that show and i recommend it for everyone it was just renewed for a second season on july 1st so it will be coming back, and yes. I'm going to watch that shit. You should watch it. It's uh, great. It is narrated by John McEnroe and Andy Samberg. Yeah, it's like really, it's it's narrated by the favorite baseball player of the like immigrant father. So it's like really like one of those random like cultural things that like stood out That's to some Im- immigrant parent. Like it's very spot on, like certain things. Like my dad is really into like Julio Iglesias, and you're like, Why? How, when did Julio Iglesias cross over to Iran? And he's like, I don't know. I just love Julio Iglesias. Dude like, just rules. Yeah. yeah. So it's like one of those things. It's like certain random things of like culture just like stick to certain immigrant cultures. And it's like. Right. David it just Hasselhoff works. in Germany. Yes. And, exactly. Yeah. So Julio it's just Iglesias like. Julio Iglesias with Iranians. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know if it's all Iranians, but my dad specifically is, loves Julio Iglesias. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I was also going to say Nisi Nash was in When They See Us in a really amazing performance as one of the mothers of the Central Park. That's right. Holy shit. Um, five. But she's definitely yeah. like one of those. Uh, I haven't watched Claws, but uh-huh. she is like the star of that. And I've caught scenes of Claws and uh-huh. she seems like she really holds it down on that show. And then I've seen her in supporting roles and everything else. And she's fucking awesome and everything. Yeah. Um, she's trending because she married the singer Jessica Betts. Yeah, I think she. I remember her her marriage to her husband was like televised. I remember like watching that a while back, and I wasn't aware they got a divorce. But like, it's very nice to see someone being like, you know what, this is what I want, and I'm happy, and I I'm gonna marry this woman, and you know, like it's not about being like like. Guys, this is my life now. I'm dating a woman and now I'm marrying her. Like she just went and did her thing and just lived her life. And it's so me. I just love that. I, I love to yeah. see someone just like living their life and not feeling like they have to answer for anything, you know, yeah. especially now and people being like, well, 
why didn't we know? And it's like, it's not our business. Like, this is none of your fucking business. Yeah, yeah, we're allowed to live our lives and be queer and do what we want and, you know. Yeah. Exist. <laughs> Everything just makes me cry. <laughs> Julio Iglesias, um, Nisi Nash. <laughs> I don't know. You you say that you get uh, shit from Zeitgang when you come on this show. I, okay. Everybody, you don't have shut to out up. me. Anna is the best <laughs> guest on. I am a very trend. sensitive, sensitive person. I know, and so when you're people come for this me, this was such a great episode of Trends. I and get so the fact hurt. That people come from you for you. If you're coming for Anna, it's because you are uh, have a problem with women or people of color or something. Because she's these episodes are always so great when she's on. So shut the fuck up, please. You know, it was interesting. I was once reading why Phoebe Waller Bridge, who's like you know one of the biggest you know, creators right now because of yeah. Fleabag and whatnot. And I was reading why she doesn't have a social media presence. And she's like, oh, because I'm deeply, deeply sensitive and anything anyone says would destroy me. And I'm like, oh my God, I feel that. Why am I on social media? Yeah. Like, why I, would she have a social media presence? I was like, oh, I'm a masochist. Like, right. I am actually torturing myself when I don't actually have to do this. Phoebe Waller-Bridge, you're incredibly successful. Why don't you have a place where you can go and see every horrible thing that anyone has ever thought about you? Oh, Um, of course. I should do that. But then at the same time, I'm like, I guess, deeply um, obsessed with the numbers. I don't even know. I think it's different when you're not a a monster, successful human being. Yeah. Yeah. Well... what are you going to do? But I guess she got that fame without social media, and it's not like she got famous in the 90s. So what the fuck do I know? Uh, anyways, Anna, it has 90s. been a pleasure uh, having you on Trends today. Uh, where can people find you and follow you? I am at Anna Hosnier on Twitter, and you can check out my podcast, Ethnically Ambiguous, which is all about, you know, uh, giving representation to people of color and immigrants and children of immigrants and... Um, you know, talking about Middle Eastern news that no one ever discusses. Um, and I host that with never Shereen have Yunus. I ever. I never have Shereen. I ever, which we definitely talked about. And then uh, on the complete opposite <laughs> spectrum <laughs> is my show, Deckheads, with that, which I host with Nick Turner, all about the Below Deck television series on Bravo. Boy, do we go in on these rich people. Let me tell you, I've been having... I've been, Nick has told me I'm a little too emotional these days over these characters. And I think it doesn't help that we're in a pandemic and I can't leave my house. And all I do is excessively think about Mm. this show. So Mm. I get, I'm very passionate on our podcast about things that upset me or give me joy. And um, one day I, I will have to reenter therapy Mm. because I'm on a break because of the pandemic, but don't worry guys, I will go back. Yeah, don't worry. I will. I have to. Uh, I need to. I need to like start doing health, mental health things again because yeah. I have taken a break as well during the pandemic. And we need it, Jack. <laughs> I know. I was, talking, I was talking on tomorrow's episode. I am feeling a lot of anxiety. <laughs> um, I wish people could see us just two, two <laughs> very not well people on a Zoom call trying to make. You content. can't hear it in our voice, but we have tears rolling down our faces. I'm just like just... sweating <laughs> profusely. <laughs> well, that is true. Yeah, I'm always that's... sweating. Profusely.
Me too. Uh, anyways, that's going to do it for today. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow with a whole ass episode of the show. Until then, be kind to each other. Be kind to yourselves. Wear a mask. Wash your fucking hands. Please. Stay inside whenever possible. Don't do nothing about white supremacy because it is fucking out here, you guys. Uh, and we'll talk to you all tomorrow. Bye. Bye.